0: I don't know about you, but I don't like to be around people who have no control over their spirit. They are often unpredictable and they make me feel unsafe. Our scripture today is Proverbs 25 28. It says, Like a city that is broken into and without walls is a man who has no control over his spirit.
1: Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom Podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast.
0: This is Cindy Whitman, and I'm from Restoring the Foundations. And today, we're going to continue talking about boundaries. If you have not had a chance to listen to last week's podcast, I encourage you to do so. In that podcast, I gave some examples of boundaries, both good boundaries and some examples of people who did not exercise good boundaries. Establishing and having good, healthy boundaries is essential to living a life of peace and rest. Like today's verse, Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, living without boundaries is like a city without walls that are broken down. Another translation of this verse says a person without self-control Is like a house with its doors and windows knocked out. So let's jump right in and define boundaries. Boundaries are the invisible property lines of your life. They define where you stop and where others start. Your boundaries define what you are responsible for and what others are responsible for. Many of us have been raised without good boundaries. We were brought up in homes where either there were no boundaries at all or the boundary lines were blurred. A house without its doors and windows knocked out is a really good description of someone without boundaries. There's nothing separating them and the things they're responsible for from someone else and what they are responsible for. I believe that many of the verses that talk about self-control are describing someone without good boundaries. Verses like Proverbs 16.32, one who is slow to anger is better than the mighty and one who rules a spirit than one who captures a city. In order to rule your own spirit, you must have good boundaries. You must know what is your responsibility and what is the responsibility of others. You know, Chip Judd, who's a pastor, counselor, and all-around good guy, says that there are three circles of influence when talking about boundaries. The first circle of influence is over the things that you have direct control over. The second circle of influence are things that you have indirect control over. These are things that you can influence, but you don't have direct control over. And the third circle of influence are things that you have no control over. Chip Judd also uses a very simple yet easy to understand word picture to describe boundaries. A hula hoop. Imagine that you have a hula hoop around you. You remember hula hoops, right? Everything inside your hula hoop is your responsibility. These are things that you have direct control over, and they all begin with the pronoun my. My decisions, my choices, my attitude, my emotions. Many people without good boundaries want to blame their decisions on others. Well, if they wouldn't have left that cake on the table, I wouldn't have eaten it. Or they'll blame their bad attitude on others. Well, Marcy's always talking down to people and she makes it so that I just can't have a good day. Or they blame their emotions on others. You make me so mad when you do that. The truth is, No one can make you mad. Being mad is inside your hula hoop and it's your choice. To blame things on others takes away your personal power and responsibility and makes you powerless. The second circle of influence are things that you have indirect control over. These are things that you can influence, but you don't have direct responsibility over. One of those things is your health. You can influence your health by the choices that you make, but you don't have direct control over your health some things happen. Other things in this circle of influence are your spouses and your children's choices. You can influence their decisions, but you actually don't have direct control or responsibility for their decisions. Now, depending on the age of the child, you have more influence than others. But this should be a comfort to those of you, especially that have adult children, that have made bad decisions in their life. Even if you made mistakes as a parent, which we all do, You are not responsible for your children's bad decisions. Let me say that again, because I know somebody needs to hear that. Even if you were not a perfect parent, which none of us are, you are not responsible for your child, your adult child's bad decisions. Those decisions are in their hula hoop. The third circle of influence are those things that you have no control over. These would be things like other people's choices, other people's emotions, and other people's happiness. Mia was raised with the ungodly belief that it was her responsibility to keep other people happy. As the daughter of a single mom, Mia was looked to by her mother to meet all of the emotional needs of her mother. So Mia learned early in life the old phrase, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Unfortunately for Mia, this drive to make people happy extended beyond her mother. It spread to every relationship in her life, and when people were not happy, Mia felt like she had to fix whatever was wrong. What Mia learned during RTF ministry is what other people's choices, emotions, and happiness are not in her hula hoop, and thus they are not her responsibility. That was really good news for Mia. She became a lot freer. So healthy boundaries begin with having the ability to rule our own spirits. When people lack an understanding of their boundaries and are unable to rule their own spirit, they often run to one or more of these four things to meet their needs. They might run to people or pleasure or possessions or performance and power. So when we try to get our needs met through people, they take the place of God in our lives. We become obsessed with doing whatever it takes to make sure to keep them happy so that they will keep meeting our needs. This often looks like behaviors like not being able to say no to them for fear that they will be unhappy with us. If you're unable to say no to someone, then your yes means nothing. If all you can say is yes in order for people to be happy with you and for you to feel okay, then you don't have the ability to say no. Your no is meaningless. Getting your needs met through people might also look like trying to control their life so that they will continue to need it, to need you often using guilt and manipulation to get what you want. You've probably been around someone who uses manipulation to get what they want. Well, I guess I'll just have to do it myself because I don't have anyone else who will help me. That's guilt and manipulation. But guilt and manipulation do not affect someone who has good boundaries. When our walls are broken down, people often turn to pleasure to try to meet their needs. Pleasure comes in all sorts of packages from the extreme of sexual relationships outside of marriage to more acceptable things like food or alcohol or sports or television or even things like shopping, someone whose walls are broken down may turn to pleasure and many different forms to get their needs met. People without good boundaries may also turn to possessions to try and fill a void in their lives. Having possessions is nice, but they can never fully meet the needs that we have. Another common thing that people turn to in order to meet their needs is they look for performance or power. The lie is that if they can perform well enough, they will finally feel like they're okay. Or if, they're in the, if they can gain a position of power, they will finally be okay. Well, if I have a position of power, I can be somebody and that will make me feel okay. The key is not necessarily what people turn to in order to get their needs net. The key that is that these are signs of a lack of personal boundaries. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, the beginning point of establishing healthy boundaries is by valuing yourself. And the only place to receive that value, not based on some outside criteria, but rather in our relationship with Christ. When we receive Christ into our life, we become a brand new creation. Our identity changes and we become a child of Father God. Our identity, then, as a child of God is what gives us value, and that value is not based on any exterior criteria. It is totally based on who we are as beloved sons and daughters of Father God. And because that value is not based on anything other than our birth in Christ, our value can never be diminished or taken away. So let's talk about how you can tell if you have boundary issues. I'm going to list several things and give some brief examples. This might be a time when you want to look at the text version of the podcast in order to get all the notes. Let's say you might have boundary issues if you can't see things as they really are, or another way to say is that you lack objectivity. A very sad but perfect example of this is a woman who's being abused by her husband, and yet she thinks the abuse is her fault. This dear woman can't see that her husband's behavior is not her fault or responsibility. His abuse is in his hula hoop. Another example is the person who thinks that when something's wrong, it's always their fault. You might have a boundary issue if you feel like you can't measure up to the expectations of others, no matter what you do. This points to the fact that you are looking to others to gain acceptance and value. Looking to others to determine if you measure up is looking to the wrong source. Our only source to determine if we measure up is to look to our Heavenly Father. And you know what? He has only one criteria to determine if we measure up or not. He says, do you accept my son as your savior or not? If we accept his gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, we have totally met his one and only standard. You might have boundary problems if you feel responsible for almost everyone and everything you care about and you feel guilty much of the time. I might add, you're probably exhausted. When you make it your goal to be responsible for everyone and everything, you will fail more than you succeed. Thus, you're gonna feel guilty much of the time. There must be something more I can do, would be a common thought for this person. Another sign of a boundary issue is that you might have a difficult time saying no. You know, not saying no or saying no to people without feeling guilty or having to give them an explanation. You know, for example, if someone asks you, do you want to go to the concert Friday night? No is a very acceptable answer. You don't have to give them an explanation for why you don't want to go. But if you can't say no, or you have to explain all the time why you said no, then you might have a boundary problem. Vivian from last week's podcast falls into this category. Category: She cannot say no to her daughter. You might have a boundary problem if you're an emotional extremist. Life is either wonderful or it's awful. This once again points to living life from the outside in, instead of giving getting your life and all your needs met through your relationship in Christ. As our verse today says, this person's walls are broken down and they are being driven by external influences. You might have a boundary problem if you can analyze everyone else's problems, but not your own. This person gives great advice, but they have a hard time living out of their own advice. You might have a boundary problem if you often feel responsible for making people happy or successful. You want to see somebody who is burnout and exhausted? This is the person. It's not your job to keep other people happy or to try to make them happy. God doesn't try to make people happy because happiness is based on the situation. God gives us joy, which is not dependent on our external circumstances. Let me share a personal example here. When Lee and I first got married. He thought it was his job to keep me happy. Now, that worked really well for me because not intentionally was I manipulating and controlling him, but if I said I wanted to go to dinner somewhere, he would always go where I wanted to go. Or if I made a suggestion about doing something, he would jump right in and he would do it because he thought it was his job to make me happy. Now, I'll have to say that when he started getting healthy and recognizing that it wasn't his job to make me happy... It didn't make me happy because in the first few years of our, our marriage, I got my way on everything. Now, I didn't realize I was getting my way on everything, but we had established a pattern of living. And so I would get my way. Well, when I stopped getting my way or when he stopped doing everything to make me happy, it changed things in our relationship. And I had to come to the realization that it wasn't his job to make me happy, that I had to be in control over my own happiness, regardless if he did or said or, or, or bought me the certain thing that I had expressed uh, an interest about. So sometimes there is a shift that takes place in a relationship uh, when one person is getting healthy. And we're going to talk about that more later. But let's go back to our list of You might have a boundary problem if you feel that you must be in complete control of your spouse and your family and your home. You try harder and harder, but your increased intensity and commitment results in self-criticism rather than growth, and you have a compulsion rather than joy and peace, and more distance rather than intimacy. You might have a boundary problem if you're in a codependent relationship where one person is abusive and the other person absorbs that abuse. This is easily seen in an abusive marriage, but it is often harder to see in a friendship relationship. During our ministry, our friend, Beth, described her relationship with someone she considered to be a good female friend. After she talked about the relationship for a while, we responded by saying, here's what we hear. Your meetings are always on her schedule. The conversation is always about her or her husband or her children. When you call, she often does not have time to get together or to listen to you. However, when you are busy and you can't get together, she manipulates you with her guilt. Does that sound about right? Yep. Beth was being controlled and manipulated and didn't have boundaries with this person. When she recognized that, she then was able to put some boundaries in place and have a much healthier relationship. You might have a boundary problem if you control or manipulate others or if you feel controlled and manipulated. Control and manipulation are like someone throwing a fishing hook in the water. The hook only works if the fish bites the hook. If you don't bite on the hook of manipulation and control, the control and manipulation won't work. They won't affect you. That is why understanding good healthy boundaries is so important to a life of peace and rest. To be yanked around by other people's manipulation and control makes for a miserable life. In last week's podcast, we talked about Jennifer, who was trying to manipulate and control her children using money. She would pay for things in order to get them to do what she wanted. Someone with healthy boundaries would be able to make an offer to help her children, but leave the decision up to them. Then they would be okay with whatever decision was made. A person with healthy boundaries can receive no and still be okay. Next week's podcast, we're going to talk about what it looks like to have healthy boundaries. Don't be discouraged if you're struggling with having healthy boundaries. We have a solution. People with healed hearts are free to say yes, and they're free to say no. You can go from a place of being constantly conflicted inside to a place of peace. If you need help getting to that place of peace, please reach out to our ministry office and check out our new website at www.restoringthefoundations.org. You will find the ministry tab at the top. Don't settle. Freedom is worth the investment that you will make in yourself. Father God, thank you for opening our eyes today about our need for boundaries. We know that you want us to live a life of peace and not be tossed to and fro. Help us in our relationships to know if we're responding from a place of peace or if our relational walls are broken down. Thank you, Father, for loving us just the way we are, but loving us too much to leave us the way we are. Until next week, this is Cindy Whitman with Restoring the Foundations.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.